fat graft enhanced with adipose-derived stem cells in aesthetic breast augmentation, clinical, histological, and instrumental evaluation. Authors are Pietro Gentile, Ashutosh Kutari, Donato Casella, and Claudio Calabrese. Abstract is divided in background, objectives, methods, and results. Background. Fat graft enhanced with adipose-derived stem cells has been utilized in outcomes of radiotherapy after mastectomy, breast soft tissue defects, ulcers, and loss of substance. The authors present their experience utilizing fat graft enhanced adipose-derived stem cells in breast augmentation. Objectives. The aim of this study was to evaluate the safety and the efficacy of a study group regarding utilization of FAGGRAFT-enhanced adipose-derived stem cells in breast augmentation for aesthetic improvement, comparing the results obtained with the control group. Methods A total of 46 patients affected by breast hypoplasia were treated with FAGGRAFT-enhanced adipose-derived stem cells comparing results with those of a control group composed by 30 patients treated with fat graft not enhanced with adipose-derived stem cells. The preoperative evaluation included a complete clinical evaluation, a photographic assessment, magnetic resonance imaging of the soft tissue, ultrasound, and mammography. Postoperative follow-up took place at 1, 3, 7, 12, 24, and 48 weeks and then annually. Results the patients treated with FAGGRAFT enhanced adipose-derived stem cells showed 58% maintenance of counter-restoring and of a three-dimensional volume after three years compared with the patients of the control group treated with FAGGRAFT not enhanced with adipose-derived stem cells who showed only 29% maintenance. In, in um, 67% of breast augmentation treated with FAGGRAFT enhanced adipose-derived stem cells, we observed our restoration of the breast contour and increase of 10.3 mm in 3D volume after 36 months, which was observed in only 20% of patients in the control group treated with FAGGRAFT not enhanced. Volumetric percentage, volumetric percentage in the study group was higher than that in the counter group. Conclusions The use of fog graft enhanced with adipose derived stem cells was safe and effective in this series of case performance. Adipose derived stem cells are identified in the stromal vascular fraction portion of subcutaneous fat tissue which has a heterogeneous mesenchymal cell set. These cells can be further isolated by using an enzymatic digestion to deplete most of the hematopoietic cell population from the SVF cells or by utilizing a combination of the filtration and centrifugation steps as mechanical digestion. In the last 10 years, an increasing number of papers have reported on the Utilization of fat graft enhanced with adipose-derived stem cells, including radiotherapy-based tissue damage after mastectomy, breast segmentation, ulcers, and calvalier defects. 
Adipose derived stem cells can be identified in the mixed cell population referred to as SVF cells. SVF might improve fat growth maintenance by increasing vascularity and through the secretion of growth factors that improve fat survival. Some authors have published studies employing fat graft enhanced with the stromal vascular fraction and adipose derived stem cells, colored in some cases cell-assisted lipotransfer, yielding some favorable and uh, some unfavorable results employing different methods of cell isolation. Cell-assisted lipotransfer was utilized in the primary breast augmentation and for correcting the outcomes of conservative breast cancer surgeries congenital deformities, but none of these studies reported on long-term follow-up in far graph maintenance. Many studies have been published on the utilization of centrifuged far graft with the Coleman procedure, enriched with platelet-rich plasma passive surgery in ulcers and loss of substances. Now, we feel the necessity to report the long-term follow-up, 36 months, of fat graft maintenance for aesthetical purposes in patients treated with fat graft enhanced with adipose cells. A multimodal imaging approach performed with magnetic resonance imaging, ultrasound, and mammography was necessary for studying breast tissue modification following fat graft injection. In addition, we will describe how actual instrumental techniques of imaging, which is now available, can show the physiological modification of the breast tissue, estimate the injected volume fat resorption, and evaluate fat replication um, through neonjogenesis in addition to tissue characterization. The results obtained suggest the efficacy of fat graft enhanced adipose cells and the satisfaction of the patients treated with this method. Methods the retrospective, the retrospective observational case series study reported was conducted following the mm, principles outlined in the Declaration of Helsinki and internationally consented ethics in clinical research. A quality assessment was carried out based on the strengthening the reporting of observational studies in epidemiology checklist. All patients received a detailed oral and writing information about the study, including the risks, benefits, and alternative therapies. All patients signed an informed consent form before any study procedures were undertaken. The study protocol was performed according to the European rules and EMACAT recommendation. Patients. Between January 2008 and December 2016, 46 patients, study group, dionysed with breast hypoplasia, 19 patients with a moderate grade of bilateral hypoplasia, 9 patients affected by a high grade of bilateral hypoplasia, 3 patients with a prosthesis removal, 12 patients with a low grade of bilateral hypoplasia and three patients with unilateral breast hypoplasia were treated with fat graft enhanced adipose derived stem cells for breast augmentation. The study group was composed of 46 females aged 22 to 53 years, average age 36 years. There were 33 premenopausal patients. 
To establish the long-term follow-up of photograph maintenance, we compared the results obtained with a control group made up of 30 patients treated with photograph not enhanced with adipose rice stem cells, according to the Kaoleman technique, centrifuged fat graft alone. The control group comprised the 30 females aged 21 to 56 years, average age 30, 38 years, all of whom were affected by breast hypoplasia, two patients affected by unilateral breast hypoplasia, two patients after prosthesis removal, seven patients affected by a grade of bilateral hypoplasia, 12 patients with a moderate grade, and seven patients with a low grade of bilateral hypoplasia. There were 21 premenopausal patients. All enrolled patients, the study group and the control group were composed exclusively of females, underwent a full preoperative screening, including a complete clinical evaluation and photographic and instrumental assessment performed with magnetic resonance imaging, ultrasound and mammography. Postoperative follow-up took place at 1, 3, 7, 12 and 24 and 48 weeks and then annually for five years. Inclusion and exclusion criteria. The inclusion criteria were as follows. Age 18 to 75 years and history of breast hypoplasia or prosthesis removal. Additional inclusion criteria in both groups were patients with BMI between 20 and 35 kg on meter squares and sufficient fat in the abdomen, tight flank, and inner clean region site of fat harvesting. The exclusion criteria were divided into types, local and systemic. The systemic criteria included anti-aggregatin therapy, bone marrow aplasia, uncompensated diabetes, sepsis, and cancer. The local criteria include the cancer loss of substance, outcomes of breast cancer, and uncontrolled comorbidities. Tobacco use or genetic disorder were not considered as exclusion criteria. Clinical data assessment. The following characteristics were prospectively recorded in the datasets. Demographic data, age, BMI, surgical management, and surgical complication, tableau 1. All of the therapeutic op options were discussed and decided by a multidisciplinary team, including a breast surgeon, a plastic surgeon, and a radiologist. During the first five years, patients followed up every 60 months by clinical examination and every 12 months by surveillance with mammography, ultrasound, and MRI. Abnormal clinical findings were further investigated as appropriate. Breast soft tissue modifications such as cyst microcalcification and microcalcification were documented by clinical examination or radiological test and or pathological assessment. Fat graft enhanced with adipose drive stem cells. The cell extraction and fat tissue purification procedure Many lentils two steps. Step one starts with liposuction in the abdominal region and/or flank and fix using a three millimeter cannula. 
Maintaining an accepting technique, we removed the plunger of the 60ml Relox syringes and closed the tip with a cap. One half of the fat tissue harvested was placed into the tissue collection container of the solution system Setori. Through a wash cycle, blood and free lipid were removed from the tissue and the slaze reagent was added to enzymatically digest the tissue, which released SVF-containing adiposidized cells. After additional wash and centrifugation cycles, 4 to 5 ml of the SVF and ASC suspension was extracted from the system. In the second step, the remaining part of the fat tissue harvested was added to the tissue collection container and the washing step was automatically carried out. Once completed, the 4 to 5 ml of the stromal vascular fraction adiposidase and cell suspension was added and mixed with the washed fat graft, resulting in approximately uh, for um, 429 ml of adipose-derived stem cells enhanced fat tissue for grafting that we call fat graft-enhanced adipose-derived stem cells. This newly processed cell-enhanced fat graft typically consists of 25 to 30% of water which will be reabsorbed by the body in the post-operative period. This overall process is controlled through automated sensor and processing algorithm that ensures standard handling of the tissue and cells, and the process is completed with, um, um, with 160 minutes. The fat graft enhanced adipose resistant cells was transferred into 10 ml lower lock syringes and aseptically re-injected into the patient's employing specific 1.5 mm diameter microcannula for implantation. Fat donor site and anesthesia. The donor site region, abdomen and or flanks and or tights and or inner knees, was infiltrated with a cold solution containing 1 ml of adrenaline per 500 ml of saline solution to reduce the bleeding during the treatment. An inverse relationship has been observed between the amount of blood in the harvested fat and the viable number of the adipocytes. Local anesthesia was not utilized. The procedure was performed utilizing sedation and general anesthesia. Fat tissue was harvested after 6 minutes employing a 3 mm diameter cannula and a 60 ml Tomei syringe. Fat graft not enhanced with adiposidized cells. Fat graft not enhanced with adiposidized cells was performed according to the Coleman technique. Adipose tissue was collected from the abdomen and our flanks and our tags and our knee with the same cannula utilized in fat graft enhanced adiposidized cells. Maintaining a sepsis, we removed the plunger from the syringes. After closing them with a cap, we positioned them flat in the sterile centrifuge. The syringes containing fat tissue were processed for 3 minutes at 3,000 um, RPM. This procedure obtained the purified adipose tissue preserving the integrity of the adipocytes but separating the fluid fat portion from the serous bloody part. 
The purified and centrifuged fat was placed in 1 ml lower lock syringes and aseptically re-injected utilizing 1.5 mm diameter microcannula for implanting. No additional SVF or ASC was performed. Fat injection technique. The processed fat tissue was injected for breast augmentation into several regions. The superior and inferior lateral and internal quadrants, the periarial region and the inferior and superior poles. The area destined to receive the fat injection was decided in all patients based on the necessary correction analyzed through MRI scans and clinical assessment. The processed fat tissue injection was performed utilizing the gentle technique based on a slow and gentle injection implanting linear deposits of fat graft in the superficial, retroglandular and intraglandular spaces. For this reason, fat graft enhanced and fat graft not enhanced adipose resistant cells were implanted, were implanted only into the subcutaneous space not in the pectoralis major muscle and parenchyma, in multiple tunnels with slow and controlled movements through different entrances, inframammary fold, higher and lower external quadrants, higher and lower internal quadrants, and periarolar, to underscore the importance of a non-traumatic procedure to maximize the integrity of the grafted tissue and to maximize the contact surface between the fat processed and host capillaries. The diffusion of nutrients from the neck-boring capillaries is essential for adipocyte survival and favors their integration with the surrounding tissue. According to the patient's needs, 18 to 218 ml, average uh, 180 ml, of a graft was injected into each breast for a total of 360 ml per patient. The incisions were closed with 5 nylon, 5-0 nylon suitors. Evaluation of fat amount to inject into each breast. A careful anamnesis, a clinical examination and Photographed were performed to evaluate the optimal volume to fat of fat to graft. In particular, each breast has been considered to be like a cone geometric figure. For this reason, the geometric formula volume to evaluate the initial volume of each breast was applied. In addition, the MRI scansion was performed in all patients before the fat graft enhanced adipose resistant cells and fat graft not enhanced adipose resistant cells injection, with the aim to complete the breast volume evaluation with 3 mm thick slice. The patient's needs were matched with the initial breast volume calculated and with the fat obtained. The optimal volume of fat to inject into each breast was established by applying the geometric formula and injecting the same amount of fat in millimeter corresponding to the initial volume expressed in, uh, in centimeters. Uh, the, amount of fat in red, the amount of fat graft injected will be uh, 188 ml average. Breast volume evaluation. 
The magnetic resonance imaging scansion was performed in all patients before the first treatment again at 6 and 12 months after fat graft enhanced and not enhanced adipose resistant cells injection, and then annually. In fact, in the post-operative follow-up, the ultrasound, mammography, and magnetic resonance imaging scansion were performed annually after the first year with the aim of determining the breast volume, microcalcification, and microcalcification. A 1.05 Tesla scanner was employed with 3 mm thick slice was utilized to calculate breast volume. Two calculations were conducted per examination and the determinate average was taken as the final breast volume. Based on the acquired MRI scans, volumetric fat site assessment into the breast were also calculated, utilizing as edges the anterior axillary line, anterior margin of the, of the pectoral muscle, mediosternal line, skin and nipple. They were assessed utilizing a 3D reconstruction on a separate workstation. Clinical Evaluation Assessment Clinical outcomes were evaluated with equip evaluation and patient's self-evaluation. The equip evaluation was based on clinical observation employing a scale of six values excellent, good, discreet, enough, poor, inadequate. The patient's based self-evaluation utilized the same six values. The factors and variables considered were pigmentation, vascularization, pliability, thickness, itching, and pain. Histological fat tissue characterization. As a, second, as a secondary endpoint of the paper, histological evaluation was conducted to compare on a translational basis the two different fan graft procedures. The post-operative biopsy was not considered necessary. The radiological findings have not shown a suspected lesion confirming the safety of the procedure. Characterization, isolation and expansion of adipose-derived stem cells and SVF derived from, from fat-harvested tissue. The harvested fat tissue was washed three times with phosphate buffered saline and suspended in an equal volume of PBS and 0.1% collagenesis type 1, pre-warmed to 37 grade. Fagraft was positioned in a shaking water bath at 37 grade with agitation for 60, for 60 minutes and centrifuged for 10 minutes at, C, at 600 G. The supernatant with the mature adipocytes was collected. The adipose derived cells stromal vascular fraction pellet was resuspended in erythrocyte lysis buffer. Ethylene diamine tetracetic acid uh, um, and incubated for 5 minutes at room temperature. After centrifugation for 5 minutes, the pellet was resuspended in a few microliters of groove medium and passed through a 100 mm far container, and the cellular population was counted utilizing a hemocytometer. In 17 selected patients, by a simple randomization, we calculated the nucleated stromal vascular fraction cells that were 448 
thousand cells of milliliter of fat processed. The allocation sequences was generated utilizing an online randomization generator and was conciliated by the person unrelated to the trial management group. The participants, study personnel and outcome assessors were all blended to the treatment allocation and blending was maintained until all data were analyzed. Then, digestion was plated in dulbeck-modified eagle medium, added fetal bovium serum, 2 mm glutalmine penicillin, etc. This initial passage of a primary cell culture was referred to as a passage zero. After 48 hours of incubation at 37 grade at 5% of CO2, the cultures were washed with PBS and maintained in stromal medium until they achieved 75% to 90% confluence. Adipocytes cells were passaged by trypsin, digestion and platelet at a density of 5,000 cells centimeter square, passage one. The medium was changed every three days as previously reported. Statis statistical analysis. Comparison between the study group and control group was conducted with a T-test or MAN-Whitney-U-test for breast volumetry, graft volume, cell counting, answers to questions on the self-assessment questionnaire and surface marker expression. The data are expressed by mean, range, and standard deviation, median, range, and percentages. For the assessment of histological parameters, data are expressed as mean values plus minus standard error of the mean. Statistical significance was, defini was defined as P inferior to 0.05. Results, clinical assessment. The injection of fat graft-enhanced adipose resistant cells and fat graft-not-enhanced adipose resistant cells were successfully performed in all patients, study and control groups. The follow-up was performed after baseline at one week, T1, three weeks, T2, seven weeks, three months, seven, six months, 12 months, and then annually. The follow-up was performed in all patients, study group and control group until the third year after the last graft injection. Many patients in the control group were not available to come back two years later. In fact, after the third year, 21 patients of the study group and 13 patients of the control group were controlled at the fourth year, whereas 11 patients of the study group and only two patients of the control group were controlled in the fifth year. Mean follow-up was 36 months. The average age of the patients were uh, the, the average age of the patients was 36 years. In 76% of the breast augmentation treated with fat graft enhanced adipose resistant cells study group, we observed a restoration of the breast contour and increase of 43 mm in 3D volume after 3 weeks, T2, 29 mm after 6 months, T5, and 25 mm after 1 year, T6, which was observed in only 23% average of patients in the control group treated with fat graft not enhanced adipose resistant cells. 
The patients treated with foie graft and anset adipocytes and cells showed a 58% maintenance of the control restoration and 3D volume after 3 years compared with the patients of the control group treated with foie graft not enhanced adipocytes and cells who showed a 29% maintenance. In, seven, in uh, 67% of the breast augmentation treated with graft enhanced adipocytes and cells, we observed the restoration of the breast contour and an increase of 10 mm average in 3D volume after 36 months, which was observed in only 20% of the patients in the control group. All patients in both the study group and control group who underwent the treatments were satisfied with the resulting texture, softness, and volume contours. In both groups, the majority, the majority were satisfied with the results of the fat grafting, were available to undergo the fat graft procedure again, and would recommend the fat injection treatment to a friend. Regarding the self-evaluation of cosmetic results, scores ranged from 3 to 6 in the control group and from 1 to 4 in the study group. The results showed the hard trend for patients in the study group to be more satisfied than patients in the control group. Satisfaction grade, assessment, questionnaire analysis showed that all people in both groups, study and control groups, would choose to undergo breast augmentation with fat injection and that they were sufficiently informed about the risks and complications of this treatment, including the risk of resorption including the risk of reabsorption of the fog graft and the strong possibility of needing to repeat the treatment. When the, satisfaction, when the satisfaction grade was evaluated through a visual analogous scale, individuals in both the study and control group were similarly satisfied. Figures 2 and 3 show females were categorized as showing improvement by all peers. When computing the new scores, patients in the study and control group respectively scored 4.8 and 2.7, and therefore were regarded as presenting better improvement in the study group. Imaging assessment breast surveillance. During breast surveillance, any tissue modification needs to be well known to avoid a misleading interpretation between benign and malignant group. To better identify the glandular and adipose tissues, a multimodal imaging approach seems to provide the right answer for studying breast tissue modification following far graft. Figure 4 shows the physiological modification of the breast tissue and evaluates the fat replication through neangiogenesis. In particular, figure 4 shows the increase in the vascularity of the left breast compared with the contralateral right breast after fat graft. In light of this concept, it is also possible to identify the new fat graft placed and maintained in MRI scans during post-operative evaluation as the adipose tissue with new small vessels prevalently distributed in the subcutaneous space and retroglandular area where it was initially injected. Fat reabsorption Injected fat tissue reabsorption was evaluated with instrumental MRI and ultrasound. The volumetric persistence of fat graft in the study group was higher, 70% of age, than that in the control group, 41%, one year after the last fat grafting. 
Compared with breast augmentation utilizing far graft not enhanced adipose dehiscent cells, augmentation with far graft enhanced adipose dehiscent cells showed a lower, a lower rate of fat reabsorption. Sites formation, microcalcification, microcalcification, and cytostatonecrotic areas were detected by magnetic resonance imaging. Sites formation and calcification were identified in 11 patients in the, in the study group and in 9 patients of the control group. Fat necrosis was not identified. Seven patients underwent a second treatment. In the long-term follow-up, adverse events such as infection and skin necrosis were not observed in either group. Histological assessment. Differentiation of cultured adipose-derived stem cells figures 5A and B and 6AB in both anastogenic sense figures 6CD and 7AB and an adipogenic sense figures 5CD and 8AB was verified in third passage confluent cells. Briefly, for adipogenesis, adipose-derived cells were cultured in DMM supplemented with 10% FBAs, uh, 100 mm ascorbic acid, 1 mm dexamethasone, 0.5 mm, 1 uh, methyl 3 isobutylaxanthine, 100 mm, uh, 1 um, 100 um, indomethacin, and uh, 10 mg milliliter human recombinant insulin. Control was cultured in demand plus 10% FBAs. The medium was changed every three days for three weeks and the depogenesis was assisted by oil red staining. Osteogenic differentiation was indicated in demand supplemented with 10% FBAs, ascorbic acid, 0.1 dexamethasone and 10 glycerol phosphate. Control was cultured in demand plus 10% FBAs. The medium was changed every three days for 21 days to assess mineralization corresponding to osteogenic differentiation intracellular calcium deposits were stained with alizarin red. Images were obtained at 20 magnifications through a digital camera connected to a computer. Histological analysis of fat graft before transplantation. Histological analysis of reporting the different archives Tectoral distribution of adipocytes was performed for fat graft not enhanced adipose dehiscent cells and fat graft enhanced adipose dehiscent cells samples. Figure 9 shows representative images of fat graft not enhanced and enhanced adipose dehiscent cells. The fat graft not enhanced, figure 9. Figure 9AC represents the part of fat tissue composed by normal shaped adipocytes versus the fat graft enhanced adipose-resistant cells. Figure 9BD composed of stromal scaffolding of adipose tissue with cells clusters that identify a small group uh, of round shaped cells within the fat context. Discussion. Fat grafting is an important clinical application in the treatment of breast hypoplasia. The simplicity of the procedures and the absences of processes and a subsequent visible scarring prompted increased interest in this technique. The breast fat grafting technique has been utilized for many years by surgeons and scientists with documented experience in the manipulation of fat as reported by Gentile et al. 
Therefore, we feel the necessity to better explain the correct approach to achieve more natural results with less fat resorption, represented by breast volume evaluation, fat injection technique, and methods of fat enrichment. Regarding the fat injection technique, it is fundamental to choose a correct procedure. We have utilized the Coleman technique for many years for both preparation through a 3,000 RPM centrifugation per 3 minutes and for the fast and dynamic way of infiltration. For several years, Gentile et al. have compared the different methods of centrifugation, filtration and fat enrichment for various uses in plastic surgery, verifying that a more delicated and 3D infiltration distributed in the, in, in the different compartments of the breast will reduce the percentage of fat resorption over time. For this reason, in the present study, the processed fat tissue was injected into seven regions for breast augmentation superior and inferior lateral and internal quadrants, periareolar region and inferior and superior poles. The area destined to receive the fat injection was decided based on the necessary correction. The processed fat tissue injection was performed with a gentle technique based on a slow and gentle injection implanting linear deposits of a graft in the superficial, retroglandular and intraglandular space, not in intramuscular. With respect to breast composition, this technique is mainly based on a mixture of three tissue types, glandular, fat and fibrous tissue. For this, for this reason, the fat graft enhanced and fat graft not enhanced adipose resistant cells were implanted in multiple tunnels with slow and controlled movements through different entrances, inframammary fold, higher and lower external quadrants, higher and lower internal quadrants, periareolar, to emphasize the importance of non-traumatic procedure to maximize the integrity of the grafted tissue and maximize the contact surface between the processed fat and the host capillaries. Employing this technique, we favor the diffusion of nutrients for, from neighboring capillaries, which are essential for adipocyte survival by improving their integration with the surrounding tissue. Regarding the methods the, regarding the methods of fat enrichment in this study, supplementation of autologous fat injection utilizing fat graft enhanced adipose resistant cells improves the soft tissue volume of the breast compared with utilizing fat graft not enhanced adipose resistant cells. Fat graft enhanced adipose resistant cells presented less reabsorption compared with fat graft not enhanced. The reabsorption rate reported over the first years is highly variable, ranging from 37% with fat graft enhanced adipose resistant cells to 61% for fat graft not enhanced. To prevent reabsorption, it is fundamental to conduct each step of the procedure carefully and meticulously. In this study, breast augmentation with fat graft enhanced adipose resistant cells showed a lower rate but a more natural contour and softness of the breast compared with the processes. The positive outcome derived from adding adipose resistant cells and SVFs could be explained by the cell's capacity to secrete multiple growth factors such as vascular endothelial growth factor, which is a potent proangiogenic factor that improves neangiogenesis and fat vascularization and provides physical extracellular matrix guidance uh, cues promoting endothelial sprouting. 
The SVF ask addition can increase fat survival through improved vascularization, leading to reduced reabsorption of the fat graft, as also observed in this study. This concept, which is related to the activity of ASC and SVF that improve fat graft survival and maintenance, is supported by observation from other surgical treatments, such as that for a calvarial defects and breast reconstruction after partial mastectomy with radiotherapy damage, as previously reported. In fact, injected adipose tissue must survive through a diffusion mechanism until an active blood supply is re-established. Thus, survival of the graft must be balanced between this mechanism and hypoxia in dust cell death. Growth factor released by um, adipose resistant cells and stroma vascular fraction cells may therefore improve the fat injected through increased blood vessels density within the same graft with a significant improvement in graft retention, as also demonstrated in animal study employing gene therapy to deliver, to deliver, to deliver vascular endothelial growth factor to the graft. In fact, in this animal study, a significant improvement in graft rotation at uh, 15 weeks was reported. Also, the early establishment of new microcapillary networks which deliver the proper nutrients and oxygen to the implant might contribute to the improved outcome observed. In addition, adipose resistant cells, stromal vascular fraction cells, may improve fibrogenic activity of fibroblasts that favor vascularization, such as fat tissue survival and 3D organization. Thus, for graft survival is more probable when the addition of adipose resistant cells, stromal vascular fraction cells, is performed and fat necrosis is reduced, potentially due to improved vascular development in the treated area. This research suggests that an in vivo tissue engineering approach is based on an optimized microenvironment, supporting the correct architectural adiposity distribution and on better cell-to-cell interaction than for adipose tissue survival. This approach could offer early protection from surrounding inflammatory events. Regarding breast volume evaluation, it is fundamental in the preparative phase to identify the regions needing correction and to perform breast volume analysis, shape and symmetry evaluation. Clinical evaluation is very fast and simple and is mainly based on experience and preferences. On the other hand, the systematic application of different methods and techniques are being tested to standardize the measurements obtaining numbers for breast volume. Kayar et al. compared five different methods for breast volume estimation mammography, anthropometric, the Grossman Rudan device, the Archimedes procedure, and the casting technique demonstrating the, that mammographic evaluation seems to be much more accurate. Moreover, 3D evaluation with MRI proved to be an alternative method that is accurate and effective for volume estimation depicting in vivo breast shape and symmetry. During MRI examination, both breasts are located in, form, in prone position in the coil area without compression. Volume can be obtained with automatic or manual contouring on weak one-weighted images. With the patients in the uncompressed prone position, both shape and symmetry in vivo can be depicted with volume rendering 3D images. Utilizing MRI, any deformity, asymmetry, and postoperative changes, including loss of fat volume, can be correctly located, estimated, and evaluated. Breast volume modification and shape changes can be compared during the follow-up as a result of the reproducibility of the assessment. The intrinsic 
differences between water and fat protons in the MRI environment allow selective interrogation of their contribution to the magnetic resonance image signal. Fat suppression techniques and chemical shift imaging are routinely utilized to expand the dynamic range of the MRI image for better depiction of physiological and pathological processes. Short-time inversion recovery and T2-weighted segments are usually applied in the MRI study of the breast to show the perifocal edema. Moreover, utilizing the new sequence as iterative decomposition of water and fat with echo asymmetry with the least squares estimation ideal sequences is a novel imaging technique for separating fat and water. Ideal is a single acquisition technique that generates four series of images, water-only, fat-only, in-phase images, and out-of-phase images. All images are inherently registered, leading to faster interpretation and higher diagnostic confidence. Ideal consistently separates fat from weather in challenging anatomical areas, resulting in excellent image quality, even in those areas in which fat tissue of the breast and fat grafting chemical shift could be slightly different. MRI angiography is routinely utilized both clinically and experimentally for the identification of tumor feeding and draining vessels, and treatment planning can be also utilized with specific contrast agents to show the morphological structure of angiogenesis in relation to vessel permeability. Non-invasive quantification of angiogenesis may also be possible with MRI. Moreover, it may include the so-called four-dimensional MRI angiography, in which high-resolution 3D MRI angiography is combined with the dynamic contrast-enhanced magnetic resonance imaging. Nowadays, uh, an MRI of the breast, thanks to very high sensitivity and specificity, is considered a problem-solving technique that is able to depict the large majority of physiological and pathological processes in which morphology and vascularity changes are involved in well-depicted. Despite the appeal of the grafting technique and the advantages at the end, the advantages reported, some problems still remain concerning the final breast volume, the application of a standardized method for injection technique, aimed to improve the fat survival reduction and the cyst formation, the controversial role of adipose resistant cells, and the necessity to repeat the treatment in some cases. In fact, Maximum breast augmentation utilizing the technique described in the present work varied among the patients and appeared to be 80 to 280 ml. Although these, volu- although these, uh, these volumes may be smaller than those achieved with large artificial implants, a definite advantage is um, that patients need not be concerned about postoperative complications induced by artificial implants, such as a rupture, infection, capsular contracture, unnatural cantor, hardness, neurological symptoms, uh, and immune response. However, post-operative sequelae of a grafting may occur, such as cyst formation, microcalcification, macrocalcification, and cytosteatonecrotic areas, as detected by MRI scans in our present work. In fact, cyst formation, formation and calcification were identified in 11 patients in the study group and in 9 patients of the control group. Fat necrosis, on the other hand, was not reported. Seven patients underwent a second treatment. In the long-term follow-up, adverse events such as infection and skin necrosis were not observed in either group. 
in light of this concept, the use of a gentle technique, uh, the injection of fat only in the subcutaneous space and the identification of an optimal volume of fat to inject into each breast, reduced but did not prevent calcification and size formation. As reported in previous studies, the enrichment of adipocytes cells and stromal vascular fraction cells to the fat graft does not seem to improve the carcinogenesis. On the other hand, the secretion of the adipose tissue, that is, adipokines that are modulated during obesity, could have remote effects on mammary carcinogenesis. Breast cancer cells are surrounded and locally influenced by an adipocyte microenvironment, which is probably more extensive in obese people. In fact, the percentage of recurrences as reported in our previous work related to the use of enhanced graft with adipose cells in outcome of breast cancer was significant in a group of patients not treated with a graft injection in which all of the patients were affected by obesity, suggesting the crucial role of obesity in breast cancer. In fact, in a group of seven patients, control group two, Three recurrences to systemic and well local were recorded compared with four, recurren- four recurrences in the study group that was composed of 121 patients and had five recurrences in control group one composed of 50 patients. In a study by Delort et al., leptin appears to be strongly involved in mammary carcinogenesis and may contribute to the local pro-inflammatory mechanism, especially in obese patients, who have increased metastatic potential and a greater risk of mortality. More additional randomized controlled trials are necessary to further evaluate the efficacy of this method. Conclusion we demonstrated that the gentle injection of fat graft enhanced adipose cells results in increased fat graft survival in patients affected by breast hypoplasia. We concluded that the approach based on a correct breast evaluation performed by MRI, stromal vascular fraction enhanced fat graft, as fat graft enhanced adipose cells based on automated fat washing in a closed system and the addition of adipose cells and a gentle injection is a reliable alternative to breast implant. In addition, the results obtained suggested that the utilization of fat graft enhanced adipose cells is effective and safe, and that stromal vascular fraction cells and adipose cells favor adipose tissue survival. Also, the fat graft not enhanced adipose cells performed utilizing the Coleman technique were obtained through the purification procedure of adipose tissue, preserving the integrity of the adipocytes but separating the fluid fat portion from the serous bloody part. In both cases, both the study group and control group patients were treated with the procedures based on the purification of fat tissue, washing, centrifugation, and filtration. Therefore, in this work, we confirmed through the results reported the necessity of utilizing fat tissue that underwent the purification procedure. Recent papers since March 2019, published by Gentile et al., suggest that adipose cells may have potential usefulness in different conditions such as neurodegenerative disease and bone repair, as well as breast cancer and osteochondrial defects. These data can be helpful in developing a new therapeutic approach in personalized cell therapy that are aimed to develop the autologous and allogenic uses of adipose cells in aesthetic, regenerative and functional ways in different pathologies.
Many thanks for your attention.